0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot
1: Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Kyle Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In
0: Raw, baby. Hey, guys, this is Charlotte. And you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? It's your girl
2: Sasha Banks, Legit Foster. And you're watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friends! Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash stevenlarson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next year to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash stevenlarson. We have a variety of reward tiers. Starting at $1, you get the show ad free. You get to import your RSS feed into whatever podcast app you use that's not called Spotify. Uh, And of course, you get tons of bonus content starting at the $5 mark. Uh, And we also have uh, YouTube channel memberships. If you enjoy watching the show live, we've got emotes, badges, and uh, at the $5, I'm sorry, at the YouTube channel membership, you also get. All the the bonus content we do for the five dollar patrons. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. good, good deal. Got a couple yes. new patrons, Larson. Uh, actually, one Sith Lord Vader. Thank ooh. you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh Vader. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, nerd.
1: Anyways, uh, and I also, what, you, give... what, what did what Palpatine say in uh, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith?
2: Unlimited power. Unlimited power.
1: Unlimited power! God, God, we're, we're nerds. nerds. I, I Ult- watched. Well, I mean, for the longest time, I thought you said Holy ultimate power. Holy crap, you know, the dude. I watched
2: Star, uh, Star Trek, the finale of Discovery, season two. What does that do with Emperor Palpatine? Oh, my. It's nerd talk. It's nerd oh, stuff. I haven't watched any of the Game of Thrones then. stuff.
1: Oh, I watched the episode of Game of Thrones last night. I watched oh, the first two of the season. Why? Because it's on. My wife watches it.
2: You haven't. You're not. Well, that's cool. To each their own. You know, here's the thing. Discovery's insanely good, though. Here's the thing. Like
1: Insanely a, good. Can I make my point? I watched the first two and a half seasons of Game of Thrones, watched all of it, and watched anything since. And I started watching this last season. And is it weird? I don't feel like I've missed that much. No, not a lot happens. Okay. Seriously, not a lot happens yeah, in this show.
2: Yeah. And in fact I didn't I wasn't really down with it until like season four. Yeah. What season is this? Six? Or eight? Six or seven. Seven? I think six. Yeah, I don't know. In any event. I like the show just fine. It's just, I'll been nothing, nothing, you know,
1: it's like once, well, once a season
2: something happens. Well, if
1: it was like two episodes, a se- like, you know, one last night, like the next episode, I feel like something's going to happen. Yeah. And then like twice a season, from what I understand, like something happens. Yeah. And everything else is just built to those things yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's like the entire show. What was it the end of season two where they had that huge battle out front of that castle? I don't know. And there's all that green stuff. Like green uh, magic stuff. Oh, that no, that was like. Is that, that was, end of season three? That was three. deep. That was, like, that was like last season. No, because I didn't see that last season. Oh, this is something okay. else. Yeah, I don't know. Any... It's oh, it's I know season. what you're talking about. So yeah. it either end of season two or the second to last episode of either season two or season three. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, so I uh, want to give a quick
2: shout out really quick. All right. So we're going to talk about this big CM Punk return. Yeah, man. And then we're going to discuss uh, what big company he's going to sign with. Thanks. I mean. <laughs>
1: Uh, But first, I want to give. What's a small local MMA uh, promotion he's going to sign with? I want
2: to give a shout out to Three Count Photo. Uh, You can find him on Twitter at Three, the number three, and then Count Photo. Uh, the, his name is Ian. This is the fellow that apparently took the picture, uh, that we used in, uh, the right hand part of our thumbnail today. Yeah, like yeah. the good picture, the crystal clear one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I like to give credit. I, I asked him permission. Yes. Yeah, so that's how we're supposed to do things. Hey, can we, can we use, cause he's like a profi- like if it's some dude taking a selfies or whatever, some shaky ass fan footage, I kind of don't care.
1: But I mean, if, if it's if, like a professional yeah, photographer. If, if Ian makes a living shooting pictures, and by all means he should. Or
2: even if it's like a side job, maybe he something. can get to the point where he's making a living. Exactly. Anyways, he's got a ton of terrific pictures from the event, but of course he's got like the best picture of the, of CM Punk under that mask. Of, of masked CM Punk. Of masked CM Punk. So I want to say uh, thanks for giving us permission yes. to use that in our thumbnail. Yes, thank you very much. And go check out his work.
1: Um, also... Uh, as we just get right into the news, shout out to friendo Will uh, Will Dutton or Will Ditton. I don't know if this is autocorrect. Will Dutton.
2: Dutton sounds correct. Dutton.
1: Let me double check. Ditton. Sorry. Oh, it's Ditton. 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 Must auto-correct it here. Yeah. Um, sent us uh, this bit of info that, uh, I mean, I, I think it would have crossed our our, our, our news wire eventually, but he gave us the heads up on this first. He broke it to us. He did. Yeah. Um, emailed us the, the link to Reddit. Well, they're having a discussion about... Yeah, what otherwise it might have been a pretty nondescript independent wrestling show just outside Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
2: Wow, I think a very exciting one for the. people Oh, I'm there. sure
1: it was, it was a blast. Regardless if CM Punk was there, but though. oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm not trying to disparage the indie show, but I'm just you, you, sure, know, indie shows, on, you know, local indie shows—they happen. There's hundreds of them every day, probably. Yeah. At least on the weekends, um, and so there's a, a robust discussion in this particular Reddit thread about. This event, yeah, and what may have happened at this event. So yeah. here's what happened. So apparently Silas Young is involved in some promotion in Wisconsin called MKE, and they ran a show this weekend in a Milwaukee suburb, West Allis.
2: Which you did some West Allis. You did some Google Street Views on. It's
1: a very lovely. It little looks very area. quaint. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the show was entitled "The Last Night," I believe, and from my understanding, it was the last wrestling show to be held at that particular venue. That was my understanding, and then a lot of uh, uh, Midwestern wrestlers spent a lot of their formative years wrestling in that particular venue just outside Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, People like Colt Cabana, people like Phil Brooks, CM Mm -hmm. Punk, of course. Phil, he trains with Rufus Sport, which is based in? Milwaukee. Correct. So he's probably in the area on a regular basis anyways. There was a match between Derek St. Holmes and Ace Steel, and at one point, Derek St. Holmes exits the ring, grabs a chair. There the the video footage I saw, there's a guy, he goes to a door. Mm-hmm. He opens a door and starts waving like this. Yeah. And out of that door is masked attacker. As in as
2: in come this way. Get out here now. Get out
1: here now. And then out of that door is masked attacker. mass masked attacker's wearing dark pants, uh, a black hoodie. Yeah. It says like some violent. It's got like some vintage font on it, gentleman hockey club or something like that on yeah. it. Yeah, um, and a luchador mask. Yeah, this in-, in gloves. This individual, so they cannot be traced. Yeah, skulks.
2: No fingerprints.
1: Yeah, skulks to the ring. Yeah, um, gets in the ring, takes the chair from Derek St. St- Holmes, lifts them up, hits the GTS, top- pulls over uh, Derek St. Holmes' uh, opponent, a Steel. a Steel. on top of him. So, Ace Steel can secure the victory, and meanwhile, Mass Attacker skulks back out of the ring and through the same doors. What is the relationship between Ace Steel and Phil Brooks, Larson? Uh, Ace Steel is one of Phil Brooks' trainers as pro wrestler. As that CM is correct. Punk. Correct. Relationship there. So, Boom. we have a building that CM Damn. Punk We're probably extreme. wrestled in yeah. a lot. I feel like we need a whiteboard for this. Okay. We have uh, one of CM Punk's trainers, Ace Steel, in the ring in the match. Mm hmm. Um, and then you have Silas Young on Twitter strongly insinuating that some punk got involved in this
2: mess. Silas doesn't really come off as the most subtle individual. No. Or the most I'm not gonna I'm I don't I'm not gonna misuse this phrase, but for in, in, in several ways, like clever. I'm not sure he's a big clever guy. Real men aren't really clever people. Yeah, he is a They're man. They're straight to the yes. point. Yeah. They're straight to the point. They don't beat around the bush. And no. so he, like, it was as clever as you're going to get from Silas Young. He said, "Some," and then capitalized. Punk invaded the ring last night. So here,
1: Larson. Oh hell, hold on. This we is need where to connect these dots. Yeah, here. so here we go. I feel like we need a bulletin and board and then need some red string. There we go. So here, well, give me this. This needs the erase a little better. All right. So here. Punk confirmed. We're taking a we're taking the scenic route to this because it's really just one picture confirms everything. Um, so what, this is what we got.
2: Well, at the top, you need to write the words Punk Confirmed.
1: So this is what we got. Okay. We got the building. Yeah. That he's familiar with. Yeah. We got his trainer. True. A-Steel. Who's in the match. We right. have a GTS involved.
2: Correct. And on top of that, a lot of people said, uh, Who's a shaky looking GTS? Well, that was Punk's thing. He let's never had the most beautiful yeah, looking be GTS. Honest.
1: We've seen, like, of all the people who do the GTS, his is probably the most destructive, the least destructive looking. Yeah. Like, you see Matt Riddle do it. It looks like he's about to take someone's head off. You see Kenta do it, and it looks he's amazing. He's broken people's faces with yeah, it legit. T- yeah, legitimately, so, yeah. So, and his, uh, another thing I, I saw on Twitter is like, oh, his legs look so, he's too skinny to be CM Punk. Dude dropped like 20 plus pounds for MMA fighting. Which is a good point. Skinny legs. Four skinny legs. There's nothing okay.
2: No. Well, he did. We know he did though. Just yeah. put it on there. Skinny right. legs. The Mass Attacker had skinny legs. We know that Punk does too.
1: All right, so here's the real kicker. This is what ties it all together. Okay. So there is was uh, somebody who is competing, I believe, in like an amateur wrestling tournament, also in West Allis mm-hmm. or West Allis. He takes a picture with CM Punk posted on Instagram. Yeah. What is
2: he wearing? The exact same thing that Mass Attacker is wearing Sans mask and gloves.
1: Hoodie. The hoodie with the vintage writing on it. That says Violent Gentlemen Hockey Club or something yes, like that. Yes, very specific. This ties it all together. CM Punk
2: is in fact
1: confirmed in that town on that day wearing those clothes. Five bits of fact. Now, if you take this to the court of law, this is a lot of circumstantial evidence right here.
2: Oh, I think a jury of our peers will definitely decide this is totally punk. Absolutely. This does not exonerate punk from being mass attacker. No exoneration. None. Do you hear that? No exoneration. Okay. He definitely obstructed in that match. He did.
1: He interfered and he obstructed.
2: Obstruction (laughs) confirmed. We should release a report of something. However, since he's not
1: currently a professional wrestler, he can't be held accountable in the uh, backstage While court, he is sitting as a professional wrestler. He cannot be held accountable since he's not a professional wrestler. That's correct. Once he enters the the, the, the professional wrestler population once mm-hmm. again, yep. then he can be held accountable. He'll be held accountable. I oh guarantee
2: he will be held accountable.
1: Um, so, despite our investigation done here, proving CM Punk, CM Punk oh, and then the the, the picture from Ian you compare the facial hair under the mask to the facial hair featured in the picture. Uh, oh my
2: God! Yeah, look at the yeah look that at guy the three took. count
1: photo. It's total like the where the gray is under the yeah. under mouth on his chin. Totally CM Punk. I hadn't seen
2: I hadn't seen that picture till this morning. I was like, oh my God, that's like not even it's completely it's completely in. CM yeah. Punk. So
1: uh, here we can put this down here. Okay. So uh, both Wrestling Inc. and Fightful have confirmed that that was indeed Phil Brooks CM Punk under the mask. Uh, Wrestling Inc. added some additional details. Says they have, quote, uh, Wrestling Inc. has learned that at one point, the plan had been for Punk to actually take the mask off after hitting the GTS. That did not happen, obviously, and Punk left while masked after the match. We have also been told that Punk waited in his car outside the venue before making his appearance and left immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. And according to Fightful. He didn't set up a booth to sell merch. No, <laughs> no he didn't get a box of his stuff from Pro like <laughs> before making his way over. Um, and according to Fightful, this is even the first time this has happened. oh uh, Quote, a trusted source contacted us. Instead, said this actually isn't the first time this happened. Apparently, Punk appeared under a hood at some point before his falling out with Colt Cabana, which would have been during the Wrestling Road Diaries 3 filming. We're told that it was dropped from the final cut after Punk and Cabana's issues developed. They have more details on that, saying, quote, Punk appeared at a free ra- freelance wrestling show on December 4th, 2015, titled Raw Power. Raw Power. He would manage uh, Kikitaru in a match against Darren Corbin Hey, and Dick Justice. Those are great names. Yeah. Uh, Punk was clad. Dick Justice was on
2: impact for a spell. Oh, wow. Yeah, and Darren Corbin apparently had his name long before Baron yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there are some out there who feel that the name Baron Corbin was a rib on...
1: Both Baron Corbin and Darren Corbin. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Punk was clad in a cloak and tossed out salt ahead of the match. The commentators referred to him as Kikitaru's nameless mentor and didn't get involved in the match. In uh, this article, which we will link in the description, there's uh, stills from this mm-hmm. appearance. Yeah. Um. So wow.
2: Yeah. Wow. I look. Here's the thing. Like this is. He's just goofing, having a good time. I. I'd love to say. Uh, Although Meltzer uh, did say that, Tony, that he was Tony Khan when originally thinking of... Hey, yeah, I want we're going to get that uh, a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll wait on that one. We'll just get through this uh, business right here real yeah, quick, yeah. Larson, and then we'll get, we'll get back to the CM Punk stuff.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain, it's hard to find
1: Yeah. Um, You're about to mention the, the Tony Khan bit, but let's go all the way back to June of 2016. Mm. The early days of us concentrating on going in raw podcasts, where We actually talked about this story um, where he was on, I think, uh, Rosillo and Canel on ESPN. Yeah.
2: He was asked about a potential return to the ring. This is what he said. Nah, I don't think so. But it is one of those never say never things. I like to cover all my bases just so some internet dweeb is going to be like, you said you never wrestle again. (laughs) You said you never wrestle again. Uh, But WWE, no, absolutely not. But you never know. I could pop up here and there. Let me explain that to you even better. It's not going to be, it's not going to even be televised. It's going to be me in a ninja effing outfit wrestling one of my buddies and nobody's ever going to know. It's going to be very Monty Python, so to speak. So this is uh, pretty much exactly what he did. Yeah, this is exactly what he did. But uh, apparently, back in 2016, he didn't realize that everybody has a cell phone. Uh, and if Silas Young is
1: around, he will totally expose you. Well, here's the thing. Well, yeah, probably. Well, he, if it weren't for that picture of him, he, he took with that with that dude at the that amateur wrestling thing. I don't know if anybody would have really connected the dots to this. Silas degree. Young would have. He knew it was. Him. Well, he knew. Yeah. If Silas Young wasn't there, and if that picture wasn't around. No, I think even to Silas Young doing the. Hey, there's some punk. People have been like, "Well, maybe," but I mean, him taking a picture with that at if that show—if three count wasn't there too, yeah—because that that you could clearly see. Well, here's, see it's well, here's him. the thing, also, without no, it's it's the picture with the dude that ties it all together. No, I get, I that get, corroborates what you're everything.
2: I'm just, you're just saying if that Thanos
1: out of existence with the Thanos glove. If it was never taken, there's
2: still the, I mean, clear, you can see his face under that yeah, I know. right there.
1: But you, w- w- the picture with the dude is like the corroborating thing. You see like the facial hair is this. Yeah. You know, is gray in the same spot as in the other picture. You take away Silas Young, that picture you're referring it's to. It's more so just that And picture. if Three
2: Count had something
1: better to do. Or if he'd actually wore something, a different hoodie when he showed up at the show. There would have been doubt. There's no doubt now. Zero doubt. Zero we doubt. We outlined it clearly. Totally. I see what you're saying. We have to bring up the picture with the dude.
2: Oh, yeah, that's number six.
1: Well, that's why I put hoodie. That's what, that's what ties it all together is the same hoodie. Picture with dude number six. Yeah. Anyways, another CM Punk news, uh, Rescue Observer Radio reported that the elite, the, 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 the elite weren't Tony Khan's first choice of, for business partners when it came to starting up his new wrestling promotion. Yeah, that uh, was
2: uh, supposed to be here. You do
1: what you're doing because appar- that's important. Apparently that we honor yeah, that goes I'll, to I'll keep Phil Brooks. Yeah, I'll keep reading. Phil Brooks.
2: CM Punk was Tony Khan's first pick for All Elite Wrestling before Chris Jericho, before the Young Bucks, before anyone, this is according to Dave Meltzer, yeah. before anyone, if he wants to wrestle, he can wrestle and make really good money if that's what he wants. Um, yeah, that is interesting. I, it, it, it probably wouldn't surprise me if five years from now, like he's maybe in All Elite Wrestling. Yeah, I, mean, I, I wouldn't have,
1: I wouldn't have been shocked if he made an appearance at, at All-In last year. I didn't think he was going to wrestle, but it, yeah. make an appearance, it wouldn't have surprised me. Uh, yeah,
2: I don't know. I don't know. He Like, he seems like the kind of guy who's very content mm-hmm. to do... I, he seems like the kind of guy that is happier. Like, if you need money, you need money. But he seems like the kind of guy who's happier just to do this sneaky stuff. Yeah. If he's rolling in a couple million based off of his WWE stuff and he didn't have to sink too much of his money into the lawsuit and then this new lawsuit with Cole Cabana, apparently. Yeah. Uh, if If he's not hurting for money, I don't know that... He just doesn't seem like the kind of guy who, like... Seems like like it's the most the most Gigi Allen thing to do is to do this kind of stuff as opposed to be on some polished mm-hmm. slick TV I would production. Say the most
1: G.G. Allen thing to do is do something like this. And get in the to, ring and then throw poop. Take a poop and that's throw it. true. That yeah. would be but the you most get my G. point Allen though. Do.
2: He he kind of he kind of fancies himself. But here's like if he had, underground if, guy
1: if, if if he had showed up say uh, Bernard the business bear was at All In and he showed up like if Punk was under there never took the. You know, the the, the, the head off mm-hmm. of the get up. Yeah. And that was just him. Yeah. And no one, except for, you know, people backstage ever knew. Mm-hmm. That would fit in line with kind of what he's been saying. Right,
2: exactly. But that's totally different than him being coming out to cult of personality at all the wrestling. Yeah, like 10, I didn't know that was going
1: to happen. Maybe he'd just be sitting in the crowd or something. I don't know. But, but you know, who knows? <laughs> Someone'd be surprised. He's like a complex individual.
2: If, yeah. Goes and sues his best friend and stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, his former best friend. <laughs> they already had to fall out Yeah. Ball. Um, you know, he, he he has no love for WB, so you know, I don't know how bitter he is still at this point. Well, considering they tried to sue him, maybe still. Um, but if he wanted to try to help this Yeah this this upstart group of people that he some of which he's friends with, um, to to gain an advantage just by lending his name even in the slightest. Yeah. You know, if if he saw value in that. Not Financially, per se, but just value in terms yeah. of people out and sticking it to WB, he might do it.
2: I don't know if he's just maybe he is. I don't know the guy. Maybe maybe he's a sticking it guy, or maybe I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to perce- be perceived as a guy who's sticking it. You know, I think he's. Ve- yeah, I think he's. he's oh, he's, he's
1: very aware of his of how he's perceived. Yeah, yeah.
2: and I think that probably matters to him. Well, here's it the thing: it, de- it would us. depend
1: on the nature of the appearance and if he were to say anything. Because if it was a, a situation where. It was obvious, whether it was prefaced by something he said or just how it's presented, like, I'm just here to help some friends of mine get their business started, mm-hmm. as opposed to having a hot mic for 10 minutes, dropping a new pipe bomb about how much oh, WB sucks, yeah, yeah. and all lead is the future. No, yeah, you don't want to do that. No, you don't want to be... Bitter is not a good look. Bitter is
2: not a good look. No. That was sort of a good look like five years ago when people were doing an impact.
1: Um, Even then, it wasn't a no, good look. No, bitter's usually not a good look. Yeah. If you want to get over, usually being bitter
2: is not a way to do it. No, probably not. But uh no, I don't know. Interesting stuff. I know a lot of people have very uh complex thoughts about CM Punk. I just sort of feel like he's a complex dude. He yeah, is he's, a complex I think, dude. I think he's just like a reg- he's like a regular person. Like, you know, I can be super nice, I could be an asshole. You know what I mean? Like we haven't really heard his side of the whole Colt Cabana thing. I'm sure there is another side. Maybe it's it makes maybe his side makes him look terrible. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. But uh but you know. I mean, all we heard is Colt Cabana, where essentially Colt said, Phil said he would take care of the, the, the legal costs, and then towards the end of the trial, handed him a bill. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's paraphrasing. Ugh. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess, in hindsight... Let me sh- ask In hindsight, this. they should have asked for legal fees in, in part of that deal, you know? Oh, yeah. A lot of people should have done a lot of different things yeah. uh, back then,
2: but, you know, hindsight's everything. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this, though. What? You know, all these wrestlers getting snapped up by all elite... Colt Cabana was in the -the over-the-budget Battle Royal, wasn't he? Mm Mm-hmm. He was, right? Yeah, but I think he's under contract with the Ring of Honor. He was. Uh, That's true. I wonder for how long. If All Elite Wrestling wanted him, would that make things awkward? Would that then preclude CM Punk from going to All Elite Wrestling? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. Probably would. Depends how deep the bad blood goes, you know? What if Tony Khan stepped in as mediator and said, here's two big bushels of cash to settle your guys' differences. That might smooth things out a little bit. Can you drop the lawsuit? I, I figure that's what billionaires do. They just throw money out problems. Maybe, you know, money doesn't solve everything, man.
1: They go away. Money does not solve everything. Solves um, a lot, though. Anyways, let's talk about money creating or maybe solving some problems because oh, WB segue. just canceled a pay per view because they like money. Did you Did you? Did you listen to the Pritchard what? podcast? I bit? haven't yet. I want to listen to it. Don't spoil anything else for me. God dang it. I wish you could. We'll have, can I'll we l- listen to it after the I'll show? I'll also today? listen to the gym today.
2: Can we listen to it after this? Just oh, that bit. No, I want to listen to the I whole like thing. I like being in your presence when you find something funny.
1: You built it up. It's probably, probably not even going to laugh at it now. You'll die. So according to Wrestling Observer Radio, <laughs> there was a June pay-per-view scheduled in San Diego entitled Backlash. That show is not happening. Cancelled because nine days later, sorry, nine days prior to that scheduled show, mm-hmm. they're going to be making a ton of money having a show in Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the 7th. And so they canceled Backlash. Of course, the, uh, the initially the Saudi Arabia show was scheduled for early May. That was postponed. Um, and they thought, well, it doesn't make much sense to have two pay-per-views within nine days of each other. Backlash canceled. There's still, I guess, some uh, house shows scheduled around that time frame out here in California. California. That uh, will probably be canceled. Canceled. Um, so, uh, not only is WB uh, doing another Saudi Arabia show, which is an opportunity for us to do a charity stream and make a, a lot, hopefully some money for a really good we organization. All
2: elite wrestling. Yes. Every goofy ass
1: gimmick we can apply to but, these people. But I the, already
2: have one for hangman page. All right. Spoiler alert. All right. Diamond Dallas hangman page. All right. He's just going to be like DDP his finished to the, all right. Diamond cutter. Okay, because his last name is Paige. Yeah, I get that it's spelled differently. So was Diamond Dallas's Page. Well, I guess it was
1: spelled the same. Yeah. Yeah. I think Paige's real name. Yeah, it has an I in it, right? Has an I. I think like, so. When he was on TV, it wasn't? No. Diamond Dallas. All like, right. Hey
2: Dally. Hey, it's me Dally.
1: All right. So not only are they they do in the Saudi Arabia show, but now they're they canceling this other paper thing, huh? pay, pay-per-view show. That's good. See, there you go. Yeah. And then now they cancel the regular pay-per-view, so we can't stream that and make money. Oh, man. Oh, that's okay. We've got our morals. We do. (laughs) He said we'll make make hopefully a good amount of money for a great organization Uh, out there. So I'll make that trade.
2: Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. We're doing fine. We're okay. Yeah. Uh, Oh, speaking of uh, making money, uh, because we're going to be doing that charity live stream, let's read another ad. Yeah, let's do that.
0: This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are
2: your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. Oh, man. You know who probably uh, smashes just fine, Larson? Jeff Cobb.
1: Jeff Cobb, yeah. He's going to be
2: a free agent soon, Well, man. maybe,
1: maybe. So uh, Ring of Honor TV champ Jeff Cobb and uh, Never Openweight champ. In yeah, Japan. champ champ. Yeah, champ champ. Jeffy, recently, Jeffy Two Belts. Yeah, Jeffy Two Belts recently spoke with Fightful about his contract status with Ring of Honor and said the following, quote, I initially signed for one number one year that was another reason i decided to go to with a ring of honor impact offered me a two-year deal Two, that's double. i was telling uh, sanjay dutt at the time i just got out of a bad relationship with the lucha contract so i didn't want to be tied down for a long period of time Ooh. they really wanted to push the two-year contract i didn't want something long-term because i got out of this crazy seven to nine-year contract jeez i know that's crazy Boy. So, Jeff Cobb made his Ring of Honor debut late July 2018. This was on the heels of a report from Meltzer saying he had signed with the company in mid-July. So it looks like he's got about three months left. Ooh. So, Ooh. where's he going to go next? Are you going to stay in Ring of Honor? Is he going to go somewhere? W-W-E. I'm happy you mentioned WB Steve, because uh, Jeff Cobb was on Xbox. Xbox! This podcast last fall, September X-Pac. of 2018, said the following about the possibility of signing with WB. Uh, this transcripts courtesy of Russell Talk. Quote: If you ask me, Wrestle Talk. Yes, if you asked me this ten years ago, I would have said I want to go there now. But with this giant resurgence and boom in wrestling, I mean, don't get me wrong. If WB called and all the stars aligned, I'd definitely go. But as of right now, I'm having a blast. I'm working three days a week and making a nice living.
2: You'd be working thirteen days a week and making a very nice living. Making a nicer living, yeah. But uh, you know, people well, actually like their probably face go to NXT off, first. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know how many days a week they work. I mean, it looks like they work out a lot. They like work out. Yeah. go to the Performance Center, work on matches, work out. They're in the gym. And then like two matches. days a week. Maybe how cool would a freaking Jeff
2: Cobb takeover match be? That'd well, be incredible. That'd be next level. And he's, he's dude, here's the thing about him. Yeah, WWE NXT, they're signing a lot of people. He stands out so, so much. And uh, he's like instantly like a top level guy. Yeah. He really Here's is.
1: the potential issue with. The only potential issue was Jeff Cobb, he's already like in his late 30s. Oh, and that man, everybody there is, dude. They, I was going to say that hasn't precluded uh, WWE from signing uh, Samoa Joe, Shinsuke Nakamura. How old is Punishment Martinez? Sorry, Damian. Uh, Damien
2: Priest. I think he's in his
1: mid-30s. Do you want a donut, Damian Priest? No, uh, no I probably oh, shouldn't. Oh, I really want one, though. They sign plenty of, of competitors in their mid to late 30s. I yeah, understand I mean, that. Shayna Baszler's 38.
2: And I don't think, I mean, Cobb, Yeah, what, have we ever heard of him having any injury issues? I feel like he works a style that doesn't really lend itself. He's like a thick dude. Yeah. I'm not sure his style really lends itself towards being, getting, like, injured and stuff.
1: I mean, you know, the only thing I can think of is. There a lot of people around. Yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, you yeah, never know. Yeah, Punishment's 37. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it would preclude him from being signed. It just might be a potential Maybe. And, I think, and I think Cobb is a bigger... I
2: think Cobb is a bigger star than Punishment. Oh, was. yeah. I, I oh, kind of yeah. believe that, oh, right? Oh, by far, yeah. I think by far. I think the case. Yeah. Um, what does this mean on the flip side for Ring of Honor, Larson?
1: Well, we know that... Uh, does anything about this... Roosh apparently signed for a year. He signed for a year. I don't know. I think Bandito signed for three years, I to say. Oh, wow, really? I think. That's a long time. That could be wrong. Um... So that's the issue. I know, I, I, I you know, like Ring of Honor, they brought in some really good talent for mm-hmm. the last year: mm-hmm. Cobb, Roosh, Benito, yeah. Mark Haskins. Yeah. Um, but if they're only signing them to one-year deals, you're yeah. leaving yourself wide open to take a year, invest in building up uh, talent, only to see them eventually leave. Yeah. If people are going to Ring of Honor for a year or so to kind of bide their time, waiting to see how the the field uh, is playing out now that all the elites are around. Hmm. And then you're going to have a lot of people leaving because they see, oh, All Elite, and they're up on their feet, and they're running a really good product, they're making money, filling up buildings. Yeah. Um, and if not, well, WWE's always there.
2: I know you didn't see, uh, you, I mentioned, you mentioned this off camera, which is why I know this. You said that you did not see... Uh, Cas promo. Cas XL. Oh, promo. Did, uh, re- Refresh my memory. Are the Briscoes permitted to work shows outside of Ring of Honor?
1: I don't think so. I think only New Japan. Okay. They're Ring of Honor exclusive. Yeah. Okay. Um,
2: we had heard that they were going away from the Cass Enzo thing. We had heard that. Yeah. Cass uh, dropped a a video promo where he was not looking at the lens. He was looking at the screen most of the time. Uh, it was a fairly lengthy promo with some vulgarity calling Mm -hmm. out the briscoes. Um, and apparently people who like good wrestling because he started like listing off moves that people like to see. In wrestling, And I was like, yeah, no, all that sounds like good wrestling. And he's like, that's not what we're about. I love that their new gimmick is we're bad wrestlers. Yeah, no, they're <laughs> embracing the fact that they're not good wrestlers. Uh, we are bad wrestlers.
1: <laughs> so get used to it, Briscoes. I know, I know. <laughs> Free agent Z, the worst wrestlers on the free agent market. <laughs>
2: hey, we're no good. We're the realists, but we're the real know, bad. We're real bad wrestlers. Uh, so we call the Briscoe. I don't know what that means for Ring of Honor. Uh, Is if, that them
1: trying to like
2: trying to get Ring of Honor? Hey, hey, that,
1: hey, we're st- we still want we still want to do stuff. We with still want to do business with you. Big cast. Needs Ring, to- Ring of Honor. Hopefully they're all. <laughs> we need to eat food. I've been dealing with ramen. <laughs> you seen the turnout from my my rap show? <laughs> uh, nobody shows up. Anyways.
2: So uh, yeah, I don't know, man. We we whenever we talk about Ring of Honor and their rebuilding process, Jeff Cobb, we always say is like a foundational piece. That guy is fantastic. He's
1: amazing. Be a foundation for three more months,
2: <laughs> apparently. But I don't know, man. Maybe if in three, maybe he'll want to stay there and be part of the big rebuilding.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: but they really need to. Uh, they need to make a good case to them. Yep, as any company does. They need to make a good case to why they'd want to stick around. Yep. So maybe they'll talk to him and say, "Hey, Jeff Cobb, uh, what should we do next?" And say, uh, "Make me world champion. Have me squash uh, Matt Taven." Yeah, I love no. that. How you doing? Uh, anyways, also over the weekend, uh, you and I found out uh, who we're going to be watching at Double or Nothing take on Cody Rhodes. And as uh, we had speculated, and I think this originally came from Ryan Satin in terms of uh, his release from WWE, it uh, looks like it's going to be Cody's brother, Dustin Runnels, Dustin yep. Rhodes. Yep. About four weeks ago, it was Pro Wrestling Sheet reported that Goldust's WWE contract had expired, and he was just waiting out his 90-day no-compete period before maybe heading, perhaps, perhaps, maybe, maybe. to All Elite Wrestling. Uh, Goldust took to Twitter to dispute that report. Call everybody a bunch of smart marks. Yeah, then over the weekend, Dustin ahead. Rhodes was announced as Cody's opponent at Double or Nothing. Following that announcement, Dustin took to Instagram then, another social media platform, yeah. to post a goodbye message to WWE. He took that message and then, then also put that on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, following that, oh, yeah, and then saying that he had asked for and was granted his release, and after 30 years in the industry, he's now going to take advantage of some opportunities he had passed on to focus on his in career. Um he did a terrific I only saw bits and pieces of it but uh floating around YouTube is one of those inside the ropes uh Q&A oh, shows yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. where he talked about um his uh Roddy Piper WrestleMania match I think it was 12 12 yeah yeah
1: the, the O.J. Hollywood spoof. the Hollywood back backlot brawl whatever whatever yeah. yeah
2: and uh and it was a really he's a really terrific storyteller mm-hmm. uh and uh yeah it was pretty great yeah he talked about his uh his a belief his strong belief in keeping things kayfabe mm. and making sure that stays alive mm-hmm. uh and so uh old school old school for yeah. sure yeah so this should be a terrific match this is this is the match uh that they had wanted mm-hmm. for wrestlemania be, yeah, yeah yeah years ago and they yeah. never got nope um maybe it's I mean, obviously it's kind of fitting that you know cody grew up and became a big businessman and, and now has his own promotion basically mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It, it's gonna happen there yeah maybe that's more fitting than a wrestlemania no, match, i think so you know
1: yeah um so yeah that's that's pretty it's probably cool. more fitting into their father's legacy as well yeah yeah
2: and we're gonna be there for it yeah who gave us the sticker
1: uh i sadly don't remember
2: lo- put it on my yeah i'm surprised so it hasn't happened yet you love the batman live 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 i'll put it over oh, there crap. i just it just stuck Oh, dear. It's oh, covering Adidas. You I can't like undo. Adidas. What am I going to do? I don't know, man. So anyways, uh, you excited for this? Also, there's been like... Uh, uh, have, were there more names announced for the Battle Royal? That's all I'm there for, really, the over-the-budget Battle Royal. I think a couple more names are announced. Maybe
1: not. Over the weekend? Yeah. I can't recall. It was a busy weekend with the holiday and everything.
2: How was your Easter? It
1: was fine. We hosted again. Yeah. Family. Yeah. Yeah. So it was cooking and stuff?
2: Uh, I did it sort of a CM Punk type deal for Do you Alaga- wear a mask to your Alabama. family's Easter? No, I cheated to help her win the Easter egg hunt because she was going up against all these big kids of mine now. All my stepkids are like freaking
1: huge and they're So old. did you did you release all the children at the same time to hunt the eggs or did you do it in based on ages? Here's what I did. No, this is what I did. So what you could do, sorry, what you could do, what uh, I've seen done is... Younger kids get a head start. You let them out a couple minutes early and then older kids follow. No, nah, here's what I did. Man. Oh, you this just is what straight I up cheated.
2: After dinner, we announced, all right, Easter egg hunt is happening. And so while my sister, who's the organized person, she starts gathering the children on the patio area or starts to like herd them out there. Uh, I uh, tossed on my shoes. I ran into my parents' room, which has a back exit to the thing. And I ran out there and started, grabbed a bowl, started collecting eggs. And I said, Alabama, get over here. And she like bolted to me. And then my sister was like, what are you doing? We haven't started yet. I'm like, yeah, we have. And then those kids started like, so I was already five eggs deep, gave them to Alabama. And then my dad, he he does a run in also. And he's like, hey, because there was one golden egg. He's like, the golden egg is in the tree. I was like, Pam, get over here. So she grabs the golden egg, and then she proclaims, I won. Well, isn't
1: the, the joy of the Easter egg hunt is not getting the eggs. It's the process of finding them? No, it's winning. See, my kids enjoy the any, process. Any means Because here's necessary. the thing.
2: My, my kid enjoyed the process of winning.
1: Here's the thing. When, when, we did uh, Saturday. We went to a friend's house. Did Your Easter kids egg. would not enjoy it if she was up against five 15-year-old and up. All right. They would not enjoy that because well, they would the not win anything. Well, here's the thing: we would do it so the younger kids got a head start.
2: How much of
1: a head start? A minute or two. Yeah, no, man. And then have you
2: ever seen kids? that are clueless, man. I don't know what they're doing. They're like, I don't know because we on Saturday, like I said, we went to a friend's
1: up. house and they had you know that's what we did. We had the younger kids go first, and then the older kids went later. And uh, uh, no, the older kids because what they do is we'd say, "All right, this group here, you're getting ready to go." They'd be lined up. All right, go. So while they're waiting to be to given their go-ahead, they're scouting. Yeah, all right. Well,
2: that sounds like a bunch of crap.
1: My kid won. She's the best. Raw preview time, Larson. Like, my kid is like the process, because even after the Easter egg hunt, they're like, she- we want to do more Easter egg hunt, because they like doing it. We're already moved on to Raw preview now. Shaken and stirred. This past Monday night, the
2: landscape of Monday Night Raw changed in a big way with new superstars like the Viking Experience. Ricochet, Alistair Black, and Lacey Evans cementing themselves as official Team Red superstars, and the likes of AJ Styles, Naomi the Usos, The Miz, and Andrade arriving from SmackDown Live,
1: we can expect many new
2: matchups this week. Who among them will make their mark?
1: Uh, I don't know. Well, a new superstar emerges. Seth Rollins' cha- next challenger after the superstar... Did you watch The Shield last final stand last night no i didn't either I,
2: are you ready for the shield to be done with
1: uh-huh i was ready ages ago totally although i did watch dean's uh promo afterwards it was very heartfelt
2: i watched one of those like a week ago at like um i think it was a post raw thing yeah when it was like dean's last match yeah and that was very heartfelt too yeah
1: they really have to get every bit of money out of this whole thing they can
2: well no well that's the thing also that i don't know somebody i think Meltzer was it Meltzer talking about it Saying that they fully, they wouldn't be going through all this if they thought he was going to go to all elite. That they just expect him. He's burnt out. He's going to take a rest, and he'll probably be back. I don't know Couple for the years. rumble,
1: probably. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, uh, after the superstar shakeup, is anyone's guess who will be next to challenge Seth Rollins for his Universal Championship. Well, I just saw what the card was for Extreme Rules, so I have a good mm-hmm. idea. Mm. And with Dean Ambrose's uh, departure from WWE, Roman Reigns moved to SmackDown Live, the Beast Slayer now stands alone against a transformed field of comp- competition. Mm. Oh, you get this next one. Lucky you. What creepy forces infiltrating WWE?
2: A laughing, coughing bird in a box. A cackling doll in a rocking chair. Since WrestleMania, the WWE Universe, is born witness to unsettling images. Are they really unsettling? Not
1: really. Not really. I mean, the Bird one especially is kind of is, is pretty laughable. Comical. Yeah, it's pretty laughable. Yeah. Anyways. That,
2: that hint, an impending malice or a kid show of some sort, maybe. Mm-hmm. What is the meaning behind
1: these messages? Are, are we White. actually going
2: to find that out tonight?
1: Bray Wyatt's meaning of these messages. Lacey Evans calls for the man. He's calling out Hogan. By defeating Natalya this past Monday night on Raw, Lacey Evans has earned a one-on-one Raw Women's Championship opportunity against Becky. Two belts herself, Becky Lynch, the Lady of WB, has been working overtime to get into the skin of the man since the night after WrestleMania, intent on prying one of Lynch's prize from her grasp. When will Evans' opportunity take place? Does the finally does
2: the Miz have un- <coughs> have unfinished like business? With, <coughs> unfinished business with Shane McMahon. After Shane McMahon brutalized the Miz's father baked potato face on mm-hmm. route to defeating the A-lister during WrestleMania's Falls Count Anywhere match, Miz had been out for payback. So when the Awesome One was revealed as the first SmackDown Live superstar to move to Raw in the Superstar Shakeup, he wasted no time in making Shane O'Mac pay for his transgressions, unleashing on the best in the world with steel chair. The best in the world with steel chair. Interesting. That's yeah, that is this, interesting. That's what happened this weekend. <coughs> Shane managed to escape further battering at the hands of The Miz, but he'd best have his head on a swivel this coming Monday night.
1: Yeah, I remember who gave us these stickers Young Lion. Oh, yeah.
2: The, the Batman one's one of yeah, them? I believe so. Isn't I them. put this, the slash one on my computer, too. Yeah. It's right here. Yeah, I see that. I put this, this uh, one here and this one here. Yeah. What did you put him. on what did you put on of his what wonderful gift that he gave us? Did you then I did pull, set aside the, show your gratitude the and Motley then put Crue. on your laptop? I don't put
1: any stickers on my Why not? laptop because I don't want to. Well you should want to. You can you can do what you want to do with your laptop. Yeah. And if yeah. I don't want to do anything with mine, let me do that. Oh, you should do it. You should mind your own damn business what you should be doing. <laughs> you bastard. Understood? You bastard. You bastard. <laughs> Keep your business on your laptop. Let me do what I want to with mine. Oh, man. Let's answer some questions.
2: Would you invite my child to an Easter egg hunt now? Yeah. Would I be allowed so if it to? If it'd be
1: in my house, it would be able to proceed under how we proceed. So if I ran out there so and started collecting and eggs? You would be banned from participating in future. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't abide by that. No way. Red card? I'm out? Yeah. yeah, you're out. Wow. You have to go sit in your car while the rest of the kids do it. Oh, my goodness. Bend. Because... If you're doing that at my house with my children, that means you're depriving my children the joy of finding the eggs themselves. Oh wow, yeah, and so you're hurting their feelings. Oh wow, man, therefore you're banned. It's called building character, baby. No, it's not building character. Is saying, "Hey, go out, there's there's eggs he out here." Is you. This is
2: the world's fair, Larson.
1: What is the world fair? I didn't say it was fair. Oh no, man, it's not. But I'm not going to teach my children to, to 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 stack the odds. So much in their favor to deprive other people of opportunity. Yeah, it's man. all about everybody. Everybody Easter egg hunt should have more or less equal opportunity Ooh, to man. find eggs. Boy. And if you're out there. You got to prepare for the world, man. You got to prepare them yeah, for the world. Yeah, prepare for the world by going out and saying, go find what you can find for yourself. Yeah, man. Don't worry about Steve. I'm he's, not always going to be here to help yeah. you out. You have to, you have to you take care of yourself. You might have to, might have to deal with guys like Steve over there. Exactly. <laughs> and so, if I was out there and saw you getting eggs in advance of everybody else going out there, oh man, wow, really? You know, I'd power bomb you on my patio. Super kick? No, power bomb. Power bomb? Yeah, man. You'd leave it up to you to tuck your chin. I have to help you with the power bomb, though, man. I would think super oh. kick. I mean, Luthes. Didn't look like he was getting any help from anybody. That's true. That's true. Uh, we got some new members: Shadow Ace, Anthony Howard, and Tyler Miller. Thank you very much, Tyler Miller. Uh, Nick Wolf Uh Steve is wearing hat just to annoy Larson. Now, no, no he I'm said really he was a...
2: I'm really not. He
1: gets too worked up about the hair because I
2: told I told you I, I don't know I get I don't get worked up about it. I just today here, like take, take your hat off. Let me see it. I'm not gonna do it now. I've got like supreme hat here. Uh. No, or like, so yesterday at Easter, I was totally, like, happy with my hair. I was like, oh, man, it looks good. It's all up. Today, I put just, I mean, this is really boring info, but I put my product in my hair, like, a little too early after I had dried it. It wasn't dried fully. And so it just sort of laid a little flat, and I was like, oh, I'll just wear the hat again today. And pl- I want to get people used to it, because I might, I might wear it more often. And last time I wore it, they act like I stabbed them in a bag or something. <gasps> Steve's wearing a hat. Oh, dear.
1: Charles Miller, when will you bums ever get 200,000 subscribers? I don't know. This don't know. year.
2: You said this year. We got to get. We got stick to that. All right. We got to get
1: on those collaboration
2: things that we had talked yeah, about. Yeah, that'll probably help. We
1: need to get on that. Uh, Christopher McKeon uh, says, it's Kenta. Was he trying to say that Kenta was the, the individual under he's the mask? was trying to say that it was CM Kenta. Punk?
2: But Kenta's GTS is uh, much yeah, more. Yeah, he, he
1: actually broke Brian I mean, He's got, like, face trunks. with it. He yeah. doesn't have skinny legs. Yeah, he does. Uh, Patrick
2: Sparks wants to know nay wants to demand that sam roberts is he going to be reprimanded for his comments on dana Brooke? no that's his his character now is guy who talks
1: trash about everybody
2: yeah pretty much i i think he's just talking crap that's what that's what heel commentators yeah he's just a heel commentator now i mean it it does you know i mean
1: if you think i mean anything he said is is, it wasn't a shoot that's just him trying to be heel commentator
2: yeah i don't think it'd be a shoot i think i think his, his sort of role is sort of it's heel commentator, but it's like internet troll heel commentator. Yeah, I know. That's the tact he's taking, like, oh Bianca Belair is not running for tankover. Yeah. Oh, why would you want Dana Brooke as your opponent? That's like the most internet troll Twitter shit yeah, that he's I've ever to, heard. He,
1: you know, get people irritated with his lame hot takes. Yeah. But I think it's it's just his character. I liked now.
2: I liked his commentary better than Pat McAfee's.
1: Uh Joe Horas, Punk did say that he ever showed up at, in a ring again, he would be at a small show under a mask. Yeah, we yep. touched on that as well. Yep. He did say that. Uh, uh, Dragon Reborn, Justice for Colt, FCM Punk. There you go. a lot of lot of very heated opinions on mm-hmm. that matter. Uh, the
2: Wrestle Dude, pick a tag team partner, The Joker or Two-Face. We couldn't really trust either of them. You can't, I mean, here's the thing. You can't
1: pick a dude whose name is Two-Face. You're just. Exactly. It's like. Then You're when, setting yourself up to be betrayed, obviously. If you
2: lose, it's like, well, his name is Two-Face.
1: At least The Joker, you know, going in, the guy is absolutely insane. Also, the Joker's booked really strong. True. Super strong. True. I'd go
2: with the Joker, and I'd get out of his way.
1: Yeah. Uh, Pinche Chicano One. <laughs> Pinche Chicano One. Knowing Vince's buddy-buddy with Trump, does it make you want to cancel a WB subscription? If not, what does? I mean, I don't feel good about all that. I feel really uh, not good about dude, all that.
2: Dude, if you started living your life exclusively based off of the relationships of other people and what they do, then you're not going to be living a life. I get enjoyment out of the WWE, and people will do what they're going to do. Yeah. That's th- it. Don't feel good about it, though. I'll give you an example. Uh, we both benefited quite a bit from that tax cut. Are you sure about that? That I was, <laughs> yes. You're sure? Yes. All right. As much as you got stuck this year, you'd have been way more stuck. Yeah, maybe. Way more stuck. Maybe. So, like, but I, now that I can do, what am I going to do? Take all the money that I wouldn't have gotten paid you know, and like just donate it or something. I'm not
1: going to do that. Live your life.
2: You know, bitch about stuff and live your life. What are you going
1: to do? Grant Gill. I have How hard, you doing? I have a hard time believing that was CM Punk. Oh, totally was. I'd Grant. Wager, I'd wager money Grant.
2: on it. Did Grant, maybe I think he probably put that before we did the whiteboard. Grant, what are you doing? We just laid it out. Well, he also
1: says later on, was that CM Punk?
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, it 100% was. was. 100% was. Grant. The evidence is in front of you. Yes. You've seen the report. <laughs> yes.
2: Uh, Let me have here.
1: a 400-page report. Two volumes coming your way soon.
2: Nick Bartlett. What is a fresh matchup you'd like to see now that the shakeup has happened? For me, for him, for Nick, it's Buddy Murphy versus Roman Reigns. Uh, that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. I'd love that. And, in fact, that's one person I sort of left out of the uh, superstar shakeup winners and losers yeah. was Buddy Murphy. SmackDown, we noted – is is very short on heels yeah, he's the, a great especially, heel especially
1: mid-card heels yeah
2: he's a great heel I think he could just eat it all up it's a shame that
1: like <clears> Ray <throat> didn't stay on Smackdown because imagine a feud between Buddy Murphy and Whoa. Ray Mysterio oh that been great Whoa. oh Steve's favorite message retracted I love those retracted messages uh, Josh Little power rank three things besides controversy that would make Vince change a creative decision three
2: things besides a controversy well I mean we can't I mean, injury obviously Besides a yeah. controversy. Well, he just wakes up from a nap and gets inspiration. Yeah. He he watches a movie mm-hmm. or a TV show. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Vikings, Banes. Yeah, I know. Uh, Nick Wolf, He has a suggestion for Mixed Match Challenge finals. Andrade and Charlotte versus Becky and Seth. Oh, that's a lot of star power there. You think they're ever going to... Uh, Reference Becky and Seth being together?
1: Short of them getting married, no. You're probably right about that. Uh, Bondi, what does uh, Road Dog say to his partner if he can't get them to climax? Oh, you didn't. Oh. That's pretty good. That's a good That's joke. That's pretty good. I like that. Uh, Alto, who would you take a finisher from? Nothing weak.
2: Well, yeah, it would only be something weak. I would, no, I would not take a powerbomb. That sounds horrible. Wouldn't take that.
1: I wouldn't take any sort of pile driver. Wouldn't take a
2: reverse Rana. No. Pile Driver, I, I would see who is giving it. And then because if honestly, Pile Driver just sort of what? Power slam from Braun. Yeah.
1: He dropped he dropped both people like a baby. You're
2: still getting
1: dropped though, man. Yeah, he knows how to protect people though. He's put yeah. people through tables with power slam. he tell he took the ninety percent of the he give impact. A
2: power of it. slam to a uh or Shay. Colin Jost or Michael J? No. He threw Colin Jost. Yes. He landed in a sea of hands. Yes. Yeah, that's a good, that's not a bad yeah, that's one. that's
1: why I'm gonna pick, because we, we've we commented several times how 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 gently Braun lays people down with that power slam. Yeah. It's, it's power slam from Braun. That's
2: a good one, that's a good one. Uh, Juan Guerrero Jr., for such a historic event, why do you think G1 Climax in Dallas has had trouble selling tickets? Uh, what size of the venue?
1: It's the Mavericks Stadium. It's an so arena show. Like 13,000, 13, 14,000, yeah.
2: Well, they've been here a lot. I think that a lot of people traveled to a lot of the West Coast shows, and they don't have a reason to do that necessarily again.
1: Um, Melser makes a... Sorry, go ahead. Well, also, they haven't announced... They announced some people are going to be on the show, but not the card, but yeah. that's typically how they do things. Yeah. Melzer makes... Uh, he always makes a point of saying that Seemingly, for most of the U.S. shows, New Japan does. They didn't really do any advertising for it. Mm-hmm. They seemingly just rely on word of mouth, Twitter, and social media to get the yeah. word out there. Yeah, um, but I think it's probably a combination of yeah, they've been here often enough. They just had the the supercard show in MSG. Um, and I, I mean, for me, if I was in the Dallas area, the, the prospect of being there for the first night of the G1 that'd be pretty huge, and I'd mm-hmm. definitely get tickets. But yeah, um. I don't know, like geographically speaking, how familiar or how popular New Japan is in Texas. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Hold on one second, I gotta do something real quick here. Maybe they should have had it at the at the Sportatorium. I know the Sportatorium's not there, but mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They seem to be okay with the way they do their they they've been doing their expansion, mm-hmm. their rollout. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really gonna Smear them for it. Yeah, not really. I mean, dude, they're they're so flipping good. You I know. know, they're so stacked. I know. Regardless, I mean, people, nobody complained even when they had those visa issues, and and nobody could show up for like the what was it, the Charlotte show. Yeah. They still, everybody said they still put on a really solid card. Yeah. So. Yeah. Jason Lewis, hello, Stephen Larson, Hi. ten for the Winfredo here, celebrating his 40th birthday tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday! Can I get a rendition of "Happy Birthday" from? Taker, Kenny, Dusty, and Cena. Well, there's only
1: two of us here. Well, I guess we have to alternate. Wait, what? what Kenny, Taker, Kenny, Taker. So you would
2: do Kenny and Cena. And I would then, do
1: Taker and Dusty. So we have to just alternate things.
2: Happy birthday to you, Dustin. I mean, Jason. Happy birthday
1: to you, you old fart.
2: Happy birthday to you, baby. Uh, happy birthday to you. That's good. Uh, whatever it takes. We're all expecting... Well, I'm not expecting this. He says, we're all expecting Kevin Owens to turn heel. I do not. He says, what if it was New Day that turned heel on Owens once Big E returned? I don't see either of those things happening. I really want them to be it's a... more four, likely that... I
1: want them to be a four-man act, man. It's more likely Kevin Owens is going to turn heel out of anybody involved in all that. Though. If
2: it's if it's any of them, it would be Kevin Owens, but I don't... And I don't know. Like we've said, SmackDown's lacking on heels, but what? He comes back in a face and then immediately... I could see it if Daniel Bryan is actually hurt
1: and he's going to be out for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they would do it at that point. Uh, Big E's probably out for at least a couple months. At least. I thought was going to be like six six weeks. That's almost a couple months. It's a month and a half versus two months. Anyways, continue.
2: Uh, Quentin. Oh, this is Dragon Reborn. Who would benefit from a gear change besides Roman?
1: Hmm. 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 Is anybody who's, who's just had the same look for too long that needs need something new? Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, I feel like they
2: need to theme up their tag team a little bit and yeah, wear just different. I don't know, do something different. I don't know what.
1: Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. Baron. No, I like I like the the shirt and it doesn't pants. work
2: with what he he's not GM anymore. He's not even like trying to get GM. It
1: doesn't anymore. matter. I think it works for him.
2: He looks like a waiter.
1: Do you notice know, on his vest he has a little logo or something on yeah, it now? Yeah, I know. I could do without that, but I like I, I like the business casual stuff.
2: Oh, Joe Juarez Joe here in chat echoes my sentiment as well. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Samuel Brakowitz. Should WWE have more house shows featured on the network?
1: Uh, it's fun from time to time, but I don't necessarily think more... You know, monthly or whatever is the answer because then the novelty will wear off. I think it'd be great. Do every house show.
2: I think it'd be awesome. Um, I mean, if if it's if it's not a cost thing, which totally is, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like you know why not? We get to do stuff like Finn singing with Elias, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I mean, at that point, maybe it's like oh, it's over saturation Then people won't tune
1: into Raw. Yeah, whatever. it's it's it's. it's- Verging on the point of oversaturation yeah, at this point. but like regardless of that, sure, why yeah, not? If there's important just, things like the whole shield do. situation, you know, why not? Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, let's see here.
2: Anthony Cassius or Casillas. Do you think Finn Balor would benefit from a heel turn?
1: I think he would just benefit from getting a little bit of edge on his character, not necessarily a full-on heel turn. I think if he went heel, people would love it.
2: Oh, they would. If if he went heel, it would be a Becky situation. He'd like be more aggressive, more edgy, and people would just be into that. Mm -hmm. I think they'd love to Mm -hmm. see that. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: Anthony Tobias, oh, this is a good one. Calling us out. You guys had a video about five wrestlers who should not come back to WWE. Remember that? Matt Hardy was on the thumbnail. Do you still believe that, man? Let me tell you something, Anthony. I can't even tell you how many times, me personally, I have been wrong about many, many things during the course of the show uh, that I would take back in a heartbeat. So, uh, no, I do not believe that. I think he's great. I really have enjoyed uh, his run ever since he came back in Mania two years ago. I think he's spectacular.
1: Uh Joey Gilfeather, in a hypothetical world, would it be better for Luke Harper to immediately jump to All Elite or try a run in Japan, for example, Juice Robinson, as an example? Hmm. I, well, uh, We talked about this on Matt Chat. Richard Morris made the point of saying that there's nobody in All Elite that's, that, that is like Luke Harper, a big dude who's super athletic. Yeah. Um, who, who can have competitive matches with much smaller, much more athletic Talents. Um, he's a match, an interesting matchup for pretty much anybody in all elite. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, New Japan, you kind of have. Granted, it's a tag division. You have Killer Elite Squad. Yeah. Who I don't know if either of them are as athletic as Luke Harper, but that's kind of the mold. Um, and the depth of talent in New Japan
2: is vast. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. So Leva Bates is the librarian. Oh, <laughs> <of> all elite! <laughs> Damn it! See, she could have been H champ, man. She could have been H champ. We could have had a H champion in all elite wrestling. Yeah, well, what a bummer! Oh wait, no, she she swerved me, huh? Yeah. Dang it!
1: Yeah, that's awesome! Congratulations! That is great debates. That's great. Congrats! Um, so I'd say Luke Harper go to all elite. Uh, the, the roster isn't as stacked; it's still really stacked, but uh, it's 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 probably a, a clearer path. It's a better opportunity for him in, in, in All Elite versus New Japan.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think he's terrific. I think he'll do great wherever oh, yeah, he goes. Oh, yeah, he'll be fine wherever he goes, yes. Yeah. Yup. Yup. Uh, let's see here.
1: Anything else, Steve? Uh, I'm sure I can find one more. One more. Good question here. There's this one from Jay St. Laurent. Listening to yesterday's show, love you guys, but please stop sh- Crapping on Enzo and Cass. Contrary to your opinions, there are people who like these guys and want them around. I mean, if you enjoy them, by all means, enjoy their work. Yeah, don't, I mean, don't, you know, don't take, you don't have to pay attention to what we say about it. Not at all.
2: But we're probably going to keep on doing that.
1: Uh, Guion, Halili, Steve, are you ready for Endgame? Yeah, no, I've not got my tickets yet, man. sold out this weekend.
2: God damn it, I need to do that. I was looking at seats. Uh, this past weekend, and I was like, "God, they're all like two rows in front of the screen." Waited too long. What am I going to do? And I got to freaking get four in a row for Movie Squad. Damn
1: it! Good luck for that. He says, "Larson, how are you? I'm doing fine, thank you, Gion. How are you?" Anyways, that's you got to get them opening week. As soon as they go on sale, man, you got to buy them.
2: Yeah, I didn't do the last time I went to a movie. Captain Marvel I didn't do it for. Got just fine
1: seats. They were just fine. They were perfect. Uh, Dragon Reborn, Ishii versus Evil was super hard hitting. Check mm-hmm. that out. I want to watch Ibushi and uh, 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 Zack Sabre Jr. went down this weekend. That's looking mm-hmm. really good.
2: Yeah. I want to check that out. Yeah. When I
1: have time. Anyways. Wait, what was that match? Zack Sabre. Kota Abushi and Zack Sabre Jr. for the IC title, man.
2: I'm assuming Kota Abushi won that. Mm hmm.
1: Okay. All right. Like at 30 minute classic.
2: Spoiler alert, everybody. We do not have a new IC champion in New Japan. Anyways. Thanks, everybody. Uh, patrons. And $1 and up. It's Movie Monday. And of course, YouTube channel members uh, have access to uh, Overrun, which is coming up very, very shortly. We'll talk about why
1: Steve should have got tickets for Endgame in Advance and why it's different than Captain I'm Marvel. I'm
2: still going to get them.
1: I understand why it's different than. Alto says, Steve, I got an extra ticket. Come to Santa Rosa. No, I got to go. With, two hour drive. I got to go far. with
2: Movie Squad, man. Sorry. Got to go with the crew. Well, you might have to wait a while then. Yeah. Or go during the middle of the week or something. I'll, I will probably go this week. I'll probably go this weekend and it'll be
1: fine. I
2: don't need you
1: telling me how to get tickets.
2: You don't even go to
1: movies. Yeah, but I know you got movies like that, huge movies like that, you got to buy well advanced at this point.
2: That's it for the show. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye.